0: Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney. Hello,
1: hello, my beautiful friends. You're listening to Beyond
2: Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, coming to you from the land of Israel. And we got a couple minutes late start here again because of the internet connection, so we apologize for that. But I have my very special guest, once again, uh, Dr. Adriana Popesco, and she's going to be talking with me here for the whole month of May and with you all, beautiful beings, about anxiety. So we're having a lot of anxiety (laughs) beginning these phone calls because of all the internet connection. So, Adriana, are you with us? I'm here. Okay. So, I just want to make sure that you were there and that I didn't lose you. <laughs> and what we're going to be talking today is about anxiety and phobia. And we're going to specifically give you all three tools to rein in your phobia. But before we talk about that, Adriana and I spent some time last week discussing after the show how intense in our perception and our awareness of this topic of anxiety and what we perceived occurred last week on the show, and it was really a heavy and intense energy. So we came together and thought that today we would start with just something a little bit more peaceful, a little bit more calm, and asking everybody that's listening right now to expand your energy of space. 500 million miles up, down, right, left, front and back. And just take a deep breath and expand your energy of space. 500 million miles up, down, right, left, front and back. Put one hand on the center of your chest and one hand on the lower belly. Breathe in through your mouth and just take some deeply well-deserved amazing oxygen <laughs> into your body. Feel your feet on the floor or wherever it is that you're sitting or lying. Feel your back against the structure that you're sitting or lying on. Take a nice deep breath. Expand your energy as space. And ask anything and everything that is not a contribution to you right now to go away, to dissipate and release to the earth, to return back to once it came, or to return to cinder with consciousness attached and then expand out again, and then expand out again, embody what's beyond this, embody what's beyond this. And before we even came on the show today, about 20 minutes ago, Adrienne and I were talking and we were running clearings about what energy, space, and consciousness can both she and me be, as well as you all be, and all of us be together to change the face of anxiety in this reality. And anything that doesn't allow that, destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, Adriana, would you like to add anything else here?
3: No, I think that's a great way to start. I can perceive the energy just calming down. People are becoming more space. It's a, it's a really nice
2: space for us to start with. Great. And thanks for suggesting that and um, being here once again talking about anxiety. Today we're going to talk specifically about phobia. So let me just read what we came up with together to the audience, and then we'll get into it, okay? All right. So we, we wrote down that on the blog, for instance, that the Diagnostic and P- Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, the Bible, as we therapists use, states that individuals with specific phobias are fearful or anxious about or avoidant of circumscribed objects or situations to a degree that is persistent and out of proportion to the actual risk posed. So those are big words, okay? Adriana, could you break that down for people?
3: Yeah, basically it means you're overreacting to something with an intense fear that doesn't actually match um, the threat. That, that thing might actually be it's kind of the thing where like we talked about last week where your fight flight trees response might be firing mm-hmm. off um, as if you're a, in a life or death situation but you're actually not um, you might have that kind of reaction for instance to getting up on stage and speaking in public which is actually rated as the number one fear people would people would rather die they're more afraid of uh, or people would rather, um, yes, die than speak in public because they're so afraid of getting up in front of people and what might happen, which is not truly a life-or-death situation.
2: So it's an overreaction that's
3: out of proportion.
2: Oh, my God, that is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that and breaking that down for all of us. I'm sure it was so helpful for so many people out there. I want to keep going here. Some common phobias, and you may know more since this is your specialty, but there's a fear of animals, heights, Fear of flying, fear of enclosed faces, claustrophobia, otherwise known as, a fear of going out to public places, agoraphobia, a fear of water, needles, blood, social situations. And what we continue to say in the content of this show is that, what are people so afraid of? What's the phobia really about? They're terrified of being embarrassed, humiliated, rejected or even offending others. And what's really interesting is at the core of these fears, there's a lot of negative self-judgment. Having thoughts like, I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, this thing is bigger than me, this fear is bigger than me. What else can you tell people about that, Adriana? Yeah, that's huge. Um, and,
3: And control. Really, when it comes down to it, all this anxiety is about a fear of losing control. And that's what people have in social situations when they're afraid of how people might judge them, um, mm-hmm. the fear of losing control uh, in a situation. If you have a like a phobia of going out in public, you might have panic attacks because you're afraid um, that you won't be able to control what happens. You'll get into a small room and not be able to get out of it. All kinds of crazy
2: stuff like that. Okay, great. Thanks so much for that. We actually have a caller um, from Massachusetts in Evelyn. Take her now. And, Evelyn, you are listening and speaking with Dr. Lisa and Dr. Adriana. And how can we contribute to you today?
4: Yes. Uh, um, I'm not sure if this is a phobia, um, but um, it was really triggered by Mother's Day on Sunday. Um, in the social situation, being around family, and so
2: Evelyn, I'm just gonna'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's hard to hear you so could you speak directly into if you're not already speak directly into the the mouthpiece and maybe put your turn your volume up and and so something got triggered on Mother's Day. Is this better? yeah, okay um,
4: yeah, it was very intensely triggered on Mother's Day um, around the family doing things with um, around the mother and different families. And um, and I'm really perplexed because I've become quite ill um, thereafter and uh, a lot of pain. And uh, and as much as I say, who did this belong to, and try to use these tools, um, I'm kind of feeling stuck in this this anxiety and fear or whatever it is with, with um, the social situation on on Sunday with the Mother's Day thing. Mm.
2: Okay. So, Adriana, what would you like to respond to that?
3: Well, um, you know, when, and often when who does this belong to doesn't seem to work, I'll take it to the next level and ask a different, slightly different question. And so you tell me what comes to mind when I ask you this. Who are you being when you're having all this anxiety?
4: Who am I being? Mm-hmm. Um, that feels light. Yeah. Um, and are you looking for a specific person then?
3: If if somebody comes to mind, sometimes there will be, and sometimes there isn't. But you're around a bunch of family, so I gotta wonder if perhaps somebody in your family. If it's my father. Okay. Does that feel light well, or heavy to you?
4: That feels quite light.
3: Cool. So, what creation are you using? To invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic and biomimetric mimicry of your father's anxieties and worries are you choosing? And everything that is, we destroy it and create it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, 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 all nine, short, boys and beyond. So biomimetic mimicry is when we, it's, it's beyond who does this belong to in the sense that you know, it's the stuff we've taken on even er- usually early on in life when we uh, mimic our role models. So if you grew up with a dad who had issues around anxiety, it's quite likely that you took on those energies and actually like, created energetic patterns in your body to mimic them. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: So with that kind of clearing, yeah. that's one that would be great to put on a loop, and repeat over and over again, okay? Because this is a deeper thing than just who does it belong to. Like, you have a lifelong pattern with this. So if you keep repeating that clearing over and over again, and you can keep returning to sender, but really look to Mm -hmm. clear it on that deeper level, that probably will help
2: quite a bit.
4: Okay, fantastic. Thank you.
2: So, Evelyn, check inside your body right now. And notice if the ill and the pain that you mentioned when you first started talking and before Adriana ran the clearing and spoke to you, notice the difference and state what that difference
4: is. I feel like the stiffness, um, especially my shoulders and upper chest, is quite there, um, and that is something I see with my father every day. Um, that, you know, every time I see him, it's like he's really stiff and stuck and the right. football player.
2: Yeah, so Adriana was spot on with what she guided you about, and so now you have more information about what you carry in your body that is not yours and is your father's. So, yeah. may I run a clearing for you as well? Yes. Yeah. So... All the oaths, vows, field paints, commitments, agreements, binding and bonding contracts, causal incarnations, incantations, incarcerations, invocations. Can we just between you and your father, can we destroy and create those right now from this lifetime dimension body in reality or any other lifetime dimension body in reality? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot, and pop, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. And can we rescind, revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate the decision, judgment, conclusion, and computation to carry your father's stuff in your body, on your shoulders, ad nauseam, ad infinitum, for all eternity? Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot, and pop, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Awesome. So notice, notice the difference in your body now from five minutes ago.
4: Yeah, a lot more movement.
2: And your voice even sounds different and clearer. So if you were listening from the beginning of the show and we expanded our energy as space, then do that now as well. Span your energy as space, 500 million miles, up, down, right, left, front and back and keep filling your body with your energy. Adriana, did you want to add anything else?
3: No, I think it's it's great where you went with that. Um, I was wondering, yeah, if she was trying to heal her dad's body, um, and what you want to do with that is exactly what Lisa said, clear all your oaths and vows and commitments to ever um, healing him in any lifetime. That's often what we do with the people that we love, and oftentimes it sticks us with then carrying all their pain and suffering in our bodies. So, no,
2: that's great.
4: Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you very, very, very much.
2: You're very welcome. You're welcome. Make sure you listen to this show again and listen to uh, the clearings again because they'll be really helpful for you. And thanks for calling in. Great. Thank you. So, my friends, we're going to go to break and then we'll come back with more on anxiety and phobias and changing this energy for the planet with Dr. Adriana and Dr. Lisa. We'll be back after the break.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into one 888 346 9141 That's one 888 346 9141 You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, 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 everybody.
2: You are listening to Beyond Abuse, the Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa and Dr. Adriana. And we just had a great conversation with Evelyn. Thanks so much for calling in. And we're talking about phobias and three tools to rein in your phobia. So if you've got some phobias, anybody out there with some phobias that would like two expert people facilitating you through that, beyond that, Here's your opportunity and your possibility to pick up the phone and give us a call at 188-346-9141. And I'm putting a shout out to all my friends out here in Israel. That uh, let's have you call up too, and let's help you move through some anxiety off this land here, as well as all over the world. Anxiety just doesn't live in Israel or anywhere. <laughs> so we're happy to have you and. Let's keep talking about these phobias and such. And what would you like to tell the audience now, Adriana? Well, I wanted to look at this from a different perspective. You know, every
3: time Mm -hmm. we talk about anxiety or phobias, we talk about it as if it's a problem. And I'd like to ask the audience the question, well, what's right about this? What's right about having anxiety that you're not getting? And in the case of phobias, you know, some, some of the, the things that might be going on with that is, you know, we tend to make ourselves lesser than. You know, when we have a fear of something, uh, whatever it is, whether it's a fear of public speaking or a fear of being out uh, of your home or of uh, spiders or dogs or whatever it is, you're making that fear mm-hmm. greater than you. You're making it, um, if, you know, the conversation around 51% or 49%, you're making it the 51% and you the 49%, and you're essentially projecting, like, your strength and your potency onto this thing. You're making it greater than you. Um, so what's right about it is, what is this? in fact, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be, and, in fact, you are far more important, potent than you realize. So a couple of clearings that we could do around that would be Mm -hmm. everywhere that you've made your anxiety or your phobias the 51% and you, your infinite being, the 49%, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, talk, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. And everywhere you're projecting your strength, your potency onto this external object or situation rather than owning and claiming and being the potency and consciousness you truly be, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, talk, all nine, short, boys, and beyond. And one more piece I'd like to add here, um, and I have a good example of this from a session I actually just did yesterday with somebody in Israel um, where she was having, I guess you could call it a phobia of driving somewhere. And what I asked her was that question, what's right about this that you're not getting? Is there an awareness there that you're actually having that you are not acknowledging, that you're calling a fear or phobia and then judging it and saying, okay, what's wrong with me that I can't do this? And what it turned out was that she actually was having an awareness that something just wasn't going to be right with this trip. So perhaps she was having an awareness that there could be an accident on the road or maybe the car would break down or, you know, in Israel with everything going on, maybe something violent might happen. So she actually had an awareness. Her body was giving her signals that don't go on this trip, okay? So that's not a wrongness. That's actually a strongness. That's your awareness talking to you and letting you know, hey, don't do this. So even within what we're calling a problem, there's actually some gems of wisdom and awareness in there that if we listen to it and we ask questions about it, it could actually guide us and take care of us in a better way than trying to future trip and plan out something, you know, like when you're trying to prevent a bad thing from happening, don't go there and future trip. Instead check
2: in with your awareness. I love that example about checking in with your awareness because as as I said and you know and everybody that's listening, I just got to Israel about six hours ago. And, you know, when I, I had that same experience that you're talking to the lady, about the lady with the car in a certain way, where I got to the ticket counter and they said, well, this ticket is fraud, so you can't, you can't get on the plane. And then I got to try to, like, redo my ticket and cancel a ticket and, and buy another ticket. And then I had to get through security and they wouldn't let my bag come. And without going too much into the story, it was three hours of just a nightmare. And the entire after I got on the plane, I started asking questions and it hit me, oh, I didn't ask the questions I needed to ask. I wasn't listening to the awareness that I got now having some space from the constant barrage of three hours through security. And in that space that I had, I realized that, oh, I could have just gone to another airline because they gave me the way out by canceling my ticket, and I'm bringing that up, not to just talk about myself, but in prep for the show, I was thinking, oh, it's in those moments that we get locked into this fight, fight, or freeze, like, freeze, like, for me, it was like, oh, I got to get to Israel, all my equipment has to be to Israel, all the stuff for the workshops have to be to Israel, i got to get on this plane, and what I didn't do was say, I don't get any better than this, the ticket got canceled, I can get on a better flight, maybe a cheaper flight, and an easier flight, (laughs) and I got locked into something, so can you speak a little bit to that? Yeah,
3: I mean, that's the thing. When we let our um thinking take over, especially our head-tripping, mm-hmm. crazy thinking, mm-hmm. um, we, yeah, we cut off our awareness. We start putting blinders right. on and we get tunnel vision and we only see, have to get on the plane, have to get on the plane, rather than looking at the bigger picture, expanding out, lowering your barriers, and, right. yeah, asking what's right about this I'm not getting, how does it get any better than this? Maybe there's a reason why, Uh, this all is happening, and I might not be aware of it in this moment, but if I trust the energy and I move with it rather than moving against it, so instead of paddling upstream, you turn your boat downstream and start just going with the flow, you might actually Mm -hmm. end up in a way better situation than
2: you ever could have imagined. Yeah, and I love that example because it's like you and I both know, we both come from this clinical background, and, you know, when anxiety is the problem, um, and it is a problem, and what, what you're talking about here and why I wanted you on the show to talk about this topic with you is how much we can transform the misidentification and misunderstanding of what we're speaking to, to here. What if, like you said, your anxiety was a capacity, was your awareness, was your intuition to trigger you to ask questions? to, like you said, expand your energy of space to take the 50,000-foot view of a situation instead of the tunnel vision view of a situation and lock yourself potentially into something that doesn't work. And that's what I love about it is that we're not, you know, prescribing medications here. We're saying, hey, check into this. Look inside of yourself. There's a rightness here. Something's going on that is requiring your attention, you're not disordered, you're actually capable. So everything that that brings up and lets down about thinking, let's say, that you are disordered, instead of intuiting how capable and empowering yourself to be capable, let's destroy and uncreate that. Yes. Right, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Right.
3: So yeah. That's regarding that. Hmm. Yeah. No. I think that's great stuff. Um. And uh, you know, oftentimes what I wanted to speak to this thing around autopilot and autoresponders because I think that's mm-hmm. often what we do is um, you know, we get triggered by something and we go on the, mm-hmm. into these automatic patterns. It's kind of what I was um, talking about a little bit with Evelyn. Um, with the biomimetic mimicry Mm -hmm. stuff, like that's an automatic response for her when she's around her dad to just take on, you know, his physical pains and aches and stiffness. Well, we all do that with certain things. Um, you know, I have an interesting story that happened to me. So when I was a child, um, I was stung by a hive of bees
4: and it was really Mm -hmm. traumatic
3: and I had a full blown panic attack in that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, the interesting thing is about 20 years later, I got stung by 1B on my foot and had the same exact complete panic reaction. Like, and I was observing myself, like, totally hysterical, hyperventilating. I'm like, wow, I'm having a panic attack right now. And it was triggered by that one bee because it brought back all of that uh, patterning of what I, how I responded to it the first time. There were pieces of that mm-hmm. trauma that were Stuck in my body, and I went through exactly the same thing, and it was just really that really showed me like wow, you know, everything we experience in life, you know, is recorded in our bodies, and um, and we create these automatic response patterns uh, that don't always work in a very favorable way for us. So now, if I if I'd had the tools of access back then, what I would do is I would clear, you know, all of the trauma so everywhere you've got the blocks trauma in your body um, everywhere you have automatic response systems to respond to certain stimuli in a certain way especially those stimuli that create the phobias will you destroy and uncreate all of that yes yeah. right wrong right wrong good bad hot talk all nine Shorts, boys and beyond and um, those auto so those auto responders can come from traumatic events and they can also come from the mimicking we do of our parents, our caregivers, you know, the people we grow up with. So, um, all of the incarcerations and autoresponders you have with everyone in your family, all your caregivers, everyone who um, influenced you early on, and all of the biomimetic mimicry created by that, all of it, let's put it all together in one big ball and destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right, wrong, good to have Talk Talk All Nine Shorts, Boys and Beyond.
2: I love putting it all together and destroying and creating it all. <laughs> exactly, and that this
4: is, is a so really fun. useful tool
3: for um, people who have like you know specific phobias like needles or blood or all of that. You know, if you can destroy and uncreate, you know whatever it is that's creating that, just pop and pot it and see if that doesn't change it.
2: Absolutely, and. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the fact that you're talking about the, the fight or flight or freeze moment because um, anybody, not anybody, but a lot of the people that I have worked with that have come in with anxiety as the presenting problem, let's say, and let's say I'm remembering two people. One was the fear of escalators and one was fear of water. And whenever we traced it back to the first moment, where they experienced the same or similar anxiety, it always was something where they were frozen in some sort of memory of the past or they were frightened to death, so to speak, in that memory of the past or they mm-hmm. wanted to just, like, run, run yeah. of their life in that memory, of the from that memory of the past. And as we went back and just acknowledged it and worked through whether it was access tools or theta healing tools or you know, different trauma tools or counseling tools that both of us know, you know, it melted the anxiety so much uh, easier, gentler, uh-huh. quicker, and people just let go of their med- medications, obviously, with, you know, doctor's um, permission or working as an adjunct with me and with them, not suggesting anybody just jump off their medication, <laughs> Um listen to your body, though, and then every person would feel so, they'd come back to the office, and you know this, Adriana, they'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so free. And and Mm -hmm. they would feel, so we talk about control, they felt so empowered and so control in control of their life, um, getting beyond the anxiety.
3: Yeah, that's such an excellent point. mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I also have similar stories, and I wanted to add a piece to that. Um, Yeah, oftentimes there is a trauma early on in life, um, Mm -hmm. like me with the bees, you know, which is, of course, developed into a bee phobia later on, Um, you know, that that you've got that going on. Sometimes you could be mimicking a parent's trauma, you know, like my parents went through war, Um, My parents were kids in World War II, so, like, there was a lot of stuff that I got from my mom, you know, even just living inside of her for nine months um, around that. So you can get it from your own trauma, from a a family member's trauma, but also there's the whole past life element. And I have found that that often comes up with my clients when we cannot locate a specific trauma. Um, I had a guy who came, I used to work in rehab. Um, for drugs and alcohol, and I had a guy who came came in on a ton of medication because he was having these really bad night terrors, like violent night terrors, where he, Mm -hmm. you know, like went through a plate glass window and stuff like that in his sleep, Um, and we could not locate in his history in this life any kind of trauma that would explain why this guy is doing this stuff at night, and when I worked with him, I was actually using a different energy psychology tool called uh, NeuroEmotional Technique um, which I still mm-hmm. use in my practice. I don't just do it. the access work, but this was prior to access, and I used N.E.T. with him, and it turned out that this guy had had past life trauma where he had witnessed his whole family being murdered at, at night in his, you know, when they were sleeping. So of course, a trauma like that would lock in, you know, to your energy field, and you, <laughs> car- you can you actually can carry that from body to body, lifetime to lifetime. So once we cleared him of that. He didn't have any more night terrors, and he was able to get off these insane amounts of meds he was on, and get off the booze that he was using to try to knock himself out at night. Um, and he had great results.
2: So it's really amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that you that you talked about that, and that's also another one of the reasons why I'm so glad you're on this show because it's it's also a psychoeducational show. We give you resources, and we want to let you know, like. There's so many different reasons why anxiety or how anxiety manifests and actualizes. And if you have anxiety and you suffer from this, uh, call Adriana, call myself, you know, find somebody that looks differently and gives more possibilities to, um, let's just say, this whole gamut of working beyond anxiety so that you can get free. That's what we're doing here is to empower you. And I want to let all the listeners know that um, Adriana put together this beautiful package for just um, those of you that are listening to this show and, of course, other people who you want to refer to this show to listen to, it'll be for them as well. And it's so kind of her to put this together, and I just want to remind everybody that you would get with this package, three 60-minute private coaching sessions. A morning clearing loop, 16-minute audio clearing loop, or moving beyond anxiety, um, creating your life, another clearing loop for anxiety, 10 tips for coping with anxiety, a regular value of over $800, and she's offering all of this to you for $297, over 60% off the regular price. How does it get better than that? So if you're struggling right now, a double dog dare you to, Pick up the phone, send an email, and get yourself that package. I've been listening to The Loop, and they're really, really good, and I would recommend them for anybody. So I just want to let you all know that. We're going to have to go to break, and then we'll come back with Adriana, phobias, and anxiety, and changing the face of anxiety on the planet.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, Finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is health, relationship, or money you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into one 888 346 9141 That's one 888 346 9141 You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything.
1: Hello, 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 beautiful friends. This is Dr. Lisa here with Dr. Adriana, and we are talking about anxieties and phobias and moving beyond anxieties and phobias to the empowerment, the capacities, the intuition, the potency of you that you know and are so much more than your response and or reaction to something. Just like I said before, not my best moment, I got to tell you, flying out here to Israel was not my best three hours getting on that plane. I was in a very constricted place even when I was using some of the tools. Like Evelyn said, when she first called up, I did, who does it belong to? I expanded my energy of space and it was still so heavy and there was so much anxiety going on between the security people and the people getting on the plane and all the people in the airport. It was like everybody was just going nuts <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was so intense and I was so appreciative or am now sitting in my nice comfortable hotel room, Adriana, <laughs> and talking with you. I was so appreciative of this insight into um, the depth of anxiety because I could imagine Although I've had small bouts of anxiety and I've worked with people with big bouts of anxiety significantly especially around sexual trauma and abuses, um, I particularly haven't had you know the devastated i can 't move panic attack kind of thing and it was literally in the airport during this three hour period from the um, terminal check-in to the front door of the plane (laughs) for these three hours where I was stopped like 16 times, that the utter anxiety in my body and the anxiety of the other people around me and the, I don't even know what to call the decisions, the judgments, the conclusions of all of that energy there was so strong that I could imagine there are people out there that are under that all the time And it actualizes or manifests as anxiety. And these shows are for you. What might you want to add? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
3: I think you're speaking to a really key point that I also wanted to be sure to bring up to the listeners, Mm -hmm. which is about the social anxiety. I mean, so many people in our society are crippled with that to the point that some people won't even leave their house. Yeah. Um, they're so afraid of being around people, and I think you know that's exactly what you were mentioning. Is it's we're so aware, we're like little psychic SpongeBob's, and we're constantly aware of what's going on around us with other people. So if in your, you're in a public place like an airport or you're at a concert or something where there's a lot of people, you're really going to be getting a lot of information coming in, and it can feel overwhelming. It can feel um, like, almost like it can activate that fight-flight mechanism and trigger a full-blown panic attack, truly, um, and cause you to freeze in your tracks. So you, you do want to be asking, who does this belong to? And you also want to be asking, what's beyond this? You know, Mm -hmm. you do need to expand out and expand your zone and, uh, you know, a good clearing for that when you're so aware of everything and it's it's almost like you're resisting and reacting to it because it feels like too much, there's two clearings you can do with that. So everywhere I'm resisting and reacting to my awareness right now, destroying uncreated all, right, wrong, good, bad, talk, talk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and um, what energy-facing consciousness Can my body and I be to be aware of everything and at the effect of nothing? And everything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it all?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
3: Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So I often find in those situations that I need to do a few different tools. I need to expand out. I need to expand out my anxiety itself. That's also really helpful. You take the upset, whatever it is you're upset with, and you make it infinite just as you make yourself infinite. And oftentimes that will dissipate or even um, clear it completely. Uh, Expand yourself out. Expand the upset out. Who does it belong to? Return it to sender. Um, And then sometimes it's just real basics too. You know, I talk about in my top 10 tips for anxiety you know, sometimes it's as simple as just the grounding exercises, you know, like take deep breaths. Um, let your exhale be longer than your inhale because that'll stop that hyperventilating, uh, you know, depriving your brain of oxygen phenomenon that we do when we're uh, anxious. If you make your out breath longer than your in breath, that helps to calm down.
2: You can mm-hmm. also...
3: Um, Tune into your five senses, you know, look at the objects around you, listen to the sounds, count things, touch, you know, an object or hold a little worry stone in your pocket. I mean, those are really, like, common, like, therapy tools that we use when we tell people, when they're having that fight-flight thing, get back into your body because usually what's happening is you're checking out of your body in that moment.
1: Absolutely. Such great points, and it reminds me, you know, for everybody else listening, and even for myself in this situation, which may be different than what some of you are uh, experiencing right now under, you know, the grips of anxiety, is that the thing you said about many tools, you know, I was doing the things that, you know, you you were saying to do, and just like Evelyn was saying, and I was also using the crazy phrase, which we also put in the show description, and as uh, an example, um something to use, the crazy phrase in access, which is everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And it was so funny. I was walking down I was walking down the hallway from my latest checkpoint to the next checkpoint and to being segregated off somewhere. And I was saying it out loud without even realizing I was saying it out loud until people turned and looked at me. <laughs> wow. And they must have really thought that I was crazy because I was trying everything in... I was trying everything in my power to use everything. You know, I consider yeah. myself a pretty energetically capable, aware person, you know, the catalyst for this Beyond Abuse revolution, let alone what I do in the world. And these three hours tested every ounce of me. It was like living in a pinball machine where just where you where you believe you have the space and you're feeling better through expanding space, using a tool... Okay, no big deal, a little bump in the road, and then bam, you're just like slammed into another thing. And then everything, you use a tool, you get beyond it, and then bam, another thing. And I can imagine that that's what it's like um, and how we get out of sync with reality. Like you said, you're out of your body, right, with the anxiety over and over and over again. And my gosh, you know, I'm so grateful that we're having this conversation and we're talking about these things because... You know, it's we all need it, <laughs> with, whether you diagnose diagnosed with an anxiety disorder or where, where you're extra aware and you go to airports and get <laughs> knocked over silly by the energy in three hours. You know, this show is for you.
3: <laughs> yeah, So and it brings up a good point, Lisa, too, because I think a lot of people, we're so quick to good, judge ourselves and go into the wrongness of us. And people with anxiety, especially social anxiety, they think mm-hmm. that they're the only ones. They think they're the one who's all messed up. They think they go into a group, like they go to a party or something, and everybody's sitting there looking at them going, oh, my God, you're so stupid, you're so ugly. When reality, what's happening is they're picking up on the thoughts of everyone else in the room. who's like, oh, my God, everyone's going to be laughing at me. Everyone's going to make fun of me. People are going to think I'm stupid. <laughs> you know? It's like everyone is doing this. We're all head tripping and doing crazy thoughts. And we're all picking up on everyone else's stuff, okay? Lisa and I are no like uh, less crazy than you guys are. I mean, this stuff right. still happens for us too, right? So everywhere you like, you put other people on a pedestal, and you think they're totally fine, and you're the one who's crazy. We well, just try and uncreate all that.
1: Absolutely.
3: Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, talk all nine shorts, boys and beyond.
1: I'm so glad, you know, I'm so glad you said that, and I'm so glad that we're having you know, fun with this because I'll tell you, I, I did start to like, Oh my God, Lisa, you know, like get a grip, you know, like we put it in mm-hmm. the show description, get a reality check, you know, but it was like that control mm-hmm. thing. And I know we're, we're coming to the end of the show, but I think it's so important about this control thing because I felt like every felt, 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 I know I'm saying it. It's like every turn in that pinball machine was like one other way that, um, life was, let's say, supposed to unfold in this three-hour period of time I'm talking about, kept taking, like, go through my bags, take this money, take that money, take a, take my ticket away, take my passport away, sign me sign me out, sign me back in, pull me out of line, put me back in line, put me in another line, put me, you know, it was just like, there was nothing that went the way that I thought it was going to go. And isn't that the trap right there?
3: Yeah. And those projections, are so important to clear those. You know, anytime you're going into a situation, it's a good idea. Like, especially if it's a situation that you know causes you stress, go ahead and destroy and uncreate all of your projections, expectations, separations, rejections, and judgments about what you think is supposed to happen or is going to happen with all of that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds.
1: Yes, absolutely. And we're getting to the end of the show. And I didn't mean to just like throw that in there. But I definitely got even for myself and hopefully something for everybody else out there about how ang- how much anxiety can get created through things in our life going out of control or outside the way we have planned. And what would it take to keep saying things like everything is the opposite of what it appears to be? Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be and use all the tools that Adriana and I are are gifting you here and really quickly here, uh, we got about 30 more seconds and they're letting us go over. So I want to mention that Adriana is having some classes that you want to take a look at her Access Consciousness page, Um, but she's got some Access Bars, the first level class on June 5th, the foundation level on June 6th. Uh, She's doing a Taste of Access on June 11th and Level 1 on June 20th. So if there's something that you would like regarding being in the San Francisco area for those classes, take a look at her. And Adrienne, what's your page name through Access? We've got about 10 seconds.
4: Um, Just,
3: you know, find a facilitator and look up my name, Adriana Popescu.
1: All right, honey. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, everybody, for listening Contact Adriana if you want to take a part in her package. If you have any questions, VA at DrLisaCooney.com. Thanks again. and We'll be back next week with more anxiety.
0: Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours.